Sign up to The Economist for in-depth curated expert analysis of world events and topics ranging from business and culture to science and technology. You'll get the weekly digital edition, online-only articles, curated newsletters on politics, the markets, science, culture and China, and full access to The Economist Podcast Plus. The Economist is independent journalism for independent thinking. Go to economist.com and get your first month free. I find it disconcerting. There will be an appropriate time and a place to review policy. What does this rapporteur even do? The liberals and conservatives want to play a little game and score points. I think it's pretty self-explanatory. You're actually sharing half of the story. Lies, 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 Every single mom with three kids on a minimum wage, every struggling couple who were losing their homes to high interest rates, every working class union assembly line worker to pay $1,000. That's the cost of this. They deserve to see what they're paying for. Make the contract public and prove that every single dollar will go to Canadian paychecks, not to temporary foreign work. Yeah, it is the Conservative leader, Pierre Polyev. He wants an investigation into all these people we hired from Korea to take jobs that we paid billions of dollars to give to Canadians. That was the line. Never heard in that announcement. By the way, we're going to hire like 1,600 people from outside the country. Didn't, I didn't hear that. Nonetheless, that is where we are at. Which is why I bring in Mr. Tom Korski, Managing Editor of Black Locks Reporter, so we can get the backstory. They knew the whole time, Alex. They had fact, to. The, uh, the, of course they did. And the Minister of Industry just this morning tells reporters, well, you have to understand, this is new battery technology, Alex. <laughs> okay. Because we don't, I guess we don't know how to make, we're just that stupid. We don't know how to make batteries in this country anymore. You know, in, in our lifetime, Canada was the third country in space. But now, I guess if it's more complicated than digging coal out of the ground, we're just that stupid that we don't know how to make batteries. So we have to pay Korean engineers to show us how we can make batteries for $15 billion to make town cars that 95% of taxpayers will never buy and to meet climate targets that we don't meet now. Any questions? That's the plan. Yeah, that's the plan. Yeah, it's odd. I mean, I think Canadians would be understanding if it was like, I don't know, 10 people where they're like, okay, here's where you put the lithium and here's what you do. Okay, 1,600? That's not that's not a small thing. And that's the kind of thing you say, by the way, just up front here, this is what we're going to have to do. Like, you got to measure expectations. It's just every time we get one of these announcements, there's always, always – something in the in the details. There's always a devil in the details. Well, it, and it's also absolutely predictable. This is the steamship that is speeding up as it heads toward the ice field. How many times do taxpayers have to go through this? I'll tell you, years ago, I worked at the Alberta legislature. Did you know the taxpayers of Alberta spent three quarters of a billion dollars trying to build a cell phone factory to take on Motorola in Lethbridge. (laughs) This is how stupid it gets. But you know what? I'll tell you, talking about the big machine, the Minister of Industry opened the door to the Treasury. He said, I'm going to look at any idea. If you have anything anything to put on the table and it has green somewhere in the title, we're there for you. And they came coming. 
Of course we're John Q. Sucker. Everyone knows that plant in Stellantis and down in Windsor is not going to be running for the next 25 years. Everybody knows they're going to try to force people to buy electric cars, and they're still not going to buy them. Who's buying an electric car if you got to drive to Winnipeg for Christmas? You'd have to have your head examined. But they, they cooked up this industrial scheme. Of course, they don't want to disclose details because the details are shocking. You're just starting to get it now. You're paying, you're subsidizing paychecks to South Korean engineers. That's our 21st century industrial plan. Yeah, it's 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 gross. And, and, and we can't lose this because it kind of got buried in what you guys find is that it's not like 37 billion um, that we're we're paying for these things, like the the price mm. tag of these battery companies that we are handing corporate welfare to is up to uh, fifty billion dollars. Fifty billion and counting. The parliamentary budget office rolls in the debt servicing costs as he must. The, the cabinet doesn't have these this money. This money's not sitting in the bank. They have to borrow this money, so that's a cost. Fifty point two billion to date. That does not include the last two announcements, including one in Maple Ridge, BC, last week. So you're starting to veer towards over fifty one, fifty two billion dollars, which represents three times the uh, more more than double easily two and a half times the entire industrial output of the whole Canadian auto industry. It is ten times the federal corporate welfare for every company in Canada. Alex, these guys are playing roulette with your money. Like they're putting all the dollars on this one space on the table. And we're presuming that they're correct. But so far, we know they weren't smart enough to negotiate a real contract with South Korean engineers. So this is why people get nervous. Yeah, well, I mean, I, I thought the unions might be making more noise, but unless, maybe they, they got their own. I don't know. But it's, it's is Volkswagen doing this? Are these other companies doing it? It's a lot of money. Maybe we'll find something out in the fiscal update. I don't know. I don't know. I don't. I don't. I don't think so. Yeah. That devil will be in the in the fine print. That detail will be in the fine print too. But it's interesting because the Department of Finance failing this major security audit that you guys write about, and 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 this is a department that was basically accused of they didn't even lock the drawers, like they didn't guard any data. Yeah, you know why this is interesting to us? This is about internal security with involving, obviously, there's money to be made in knowing what's in a budget before the budget is announced. And the Department of Finance goes to ridiculous lengths to lock up reporters in a room. We call it a hostage taking. They won't tell any MP what's going to happen. And... And yet we see twice now they've failed security audits in their own department. And these are internal audits. Why does this matter? Well, if you don't know how to lock a filing cabinet, of course you can't balance a budget. You know, incompetence is a two-way street. It's not like you're really, really good at finances, but, but you know, your desk is a mess. And these internal audits are, are core function. Do you know that everyone who, who runs a small business will enjoy this? The Department of Finance security background checks are still run on paper. They literally mail memos around. uh, And and then they want to know if you have a criminal background, because otherwise you'll be selling government secrets for for money to your your friends in organized crime. We can't have that. But but only when the mail arrives on Tuesday. Yeah, (laughs) otherwise. Yeah, th- yeah, that's the Department of Finance. This is the big machine. Yeah, it is the big machine. I mean, Bernier lost his job back in 2008 because he didn't he leave his documents at the girlfriend. Yeah, but I mean, 
<laughs> he had security clearance. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Yeah, he did. But uh, Christmas, uh, we should probably let people down easy now. Uh, but Christmas is now, I love that it's discriminatory, according to the Canadian Human Rights Report. Uh, Jesus' birth, Tom, an obvious example of religious bias rooting in colonialism. The baby Jesus is a seller. It's, it is. It's rooted in colonialism, Canadian Human Rights Commission report. <laughs> So I guess we're going to have to either get rid of Christmas or get rid of the Canadian Human Rights Commission. I, <laughs> I know, I know, you. I know, I know. Okay. <laughs> I got a bad <laughs> feeling. <laughs> this is crazy. I know. And it, and it goes, you know, it's funny and it's it's crazy. And then you say, you know, when does this just get tiresome? My favorite, and this is, this is a report, this is an actual report funded by the taxpayers of Canada. That says uh, Christmas and Easter are, as you mentioned, examples of religious intolerance because they only celebrate one religion, not all religions. It's only Jesus's birthday. It's no one else's birthday. Everyone takes Christmas. Come on, Tom. Everyone steals Christmas, right? This is the thing when, when you start going down this path about what's rooted in bias and prejudice, colonialism, and what isn't. And you know what's interesting is that they have no sense of irony. They are detached from reality. But this will never stop no. until people make it stop. They, they will, figuratively speaking, decapitate statues and <laughs> repeal Christian holidays until there's nothing left. Yeah. And, and then I guess that's the worker's paradise. This is what they envision. And, you know, there's nothing wrong with that, Alex, except you have to pay for it. Mm-hmm. That's the catch. Yeah. Nonetheless... Uh, yeah, I mean, you can go out and call for intifada against the Jews, but here we are. Well, this is it. Yeah. You could have goons shooting up a Jewish kindergarten in Montreal. The Canadian Human Rights Commission has nothing to say. It's the Christmas lights that drive them crazy. Yeah. Yeah, the irony is noted. Yeah, isn't it? All right, we'll talk again. Very much go appreciate it, Tom. Thank you. No, you go get him because you're way better. Right? <laughs> I'm, I'm getting them. <laughs> there you go. That is Tom Korski because he does follow the dollars. He just simply reads what they write, and it's like there, right?